Hi, I'm Aoife. I'm Ali. And I'm Harry. And this week, we're chatting to actor, playwright, and host of the Glee Cap podcast, Connor Burke. I'm recording this intro because I fucked up the audio for this episode, so enjoy the convo with Connor. <laughs> why i like him yeah um i think that maybe liam gives sort of will schuster energy probably i was doing my research just for this episode and uh, i came across an article about lean pain this week in which he said and i quote i want ryan murphy to cast me in the next season of american horror story just to kill me off <laughs> so, oh okay liam i bet like he's gonna be in it now I bet yeah. you're gonna be honest. That sounds that like would be... an unholy combination, Ryan Murphy and like Liam. <laughs> That's like when Ed Sheeran so popped up happen. in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what? Oh. No, uh, no one talks about that, Ali. Like he was in Game of Thrones. Was he? We all just, fr- the we've all just forgotten yeah. about that as yeah. a society. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But speaking of Ryan Murphy and Will Schuster and Glee, Connor has a Glee podcast called Glee Cap um, that you should all check out if you're a Glee fan or if you're not. Um, I love it. It's really fun. And we were chatting about maybe what, if Glee was still on, what like solo 1D stuff do we think that they would do? Because Glee did some One Direction songs. They did... What makes you beautiful? Live while we're young and story of my life. Mm. Which surprisingly straight off the bat, I'm so surprised that they didn't do more. Mm. Yeah, because like, they they were both like like Glee and One Direction were both like cultural phenomenons at the time, mm-hmm. and it just it does it doesn't really make sense to me that they didn't try to um, capitalize off One D's success more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, weird choice with Live While We're Young. That's just a weird song to cover. Yeah. And also, like, I I really love Glee covers, obviously, but I really love the Glee covers where they kind of twist them to do them differently. Mm-hmm. But the three of these, they are literally just the same as the original, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just the same song with different singers. Like, there's literally yeah. no difference. They're in the same key. Yeah. I'm just like spice it up a bit, give, give it a bit of variety. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like the one I found the most random was Kurt and Blaine singing "Story of My Life." That makes no sense to me. That's just like know. such a not them song. I feel. And actually, I'm so surprised that they didn't change the gender, the pronouns <laughs> in that song, yeah. just for the two gay characters. I was like, that's that's a really easy thing to do. Just do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in terms of um, what songs they would have covered if Glee was still on from the 1D solo careers. Um, I've written down uh, three songs um, okay. that I think they would have done. Um, Slow Hands and Nice to Meet You by Nal Horan mm. and Treat People with Kindness by Harry Styles because I'm not being funny like, uh. did you see that music video that's got Glee <laughs> written all over it? Yeah, to be fair, actually, I didn't even think of that one for Glee, yeah. I also I'm, had nice to meet you. I that's so glee. It's so yeah, it glee. Is. Yeah. Also, I also picked sign of the times. I just imagined like yeah. Lee and Michelle walking down yes, the hallway. You're so like, right, yeah, Ali. You're like, so right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that one as well. Unreal. And it was 
like you know when they do Bohemian Rhapsody and it's like this whole Quinn giving birth at the same time I saw that what? oh my god oh my god <laughs> sorry that. that was lit in the least ironic way that is television gold like it's so good you know what it's such a meme now but you have to think back in 2010 when that aired there was a teenage girl going into labor giving birth to a baby whilst Bohemian Rhapsody played in the background <laughs> people People were shocked. People were literally like, "What is this?" Like, uh, it was amazing. That's still what I think. Anytime I see anything by Ryan Murphy, I'm like, "What is this? What is? Who lets this man do these things? Yeah. Why is he allowed to get away with this?" Oh, uh, I can. Um, interesting guy. I thought slow hands as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this time, most of the Nile songs actually are very glee. I feel like this town some like new character would come in and be like oh i love to write my own like an archie andrews type would come on and be like i just wrote this song about being a fuckboy it'd be really funny if he came if the new character came on and they were actually singing about mullingar oh my god god, (laughs) rory flanagan like to the max (laughs) rory flanagan not only the worst character in glee but literally the worst character in all of fiction ever (laughs) <laughs> like what was Roy that Flanagan seriously then Black. <laughs> oh my god absolutely um, screaming do you know i came across an interview um so to everyone listening who might not be familiar with glee rory flanagan was a character on glee who was an irish guy played by the irish musician slash actor um damien mcginnity and um damien mcginnity was on the Late Late Show when Glee was on and it was at the height of its popularity and he came home to Ireland one year for Christmas and Ryan Tuberty was interviewing him and Ryan Tuberty was like, look, what's the story with the accent? Like, do the cast of Glee understand your accent? And you can still see this video online today. Damien McGinty turns around and goes, oh no, they all understand us, understand me now, apart from Leah Michelle. <laughs> 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 Retrospect is a hilarious thing, yeah. guys. <laughs> Liam Michelle just didn't try. Yeah. Excuse me, what are you saying? <laughs> can't read, can't understand Irish accents. <laughs> um, I also thought, and I can picture this, Will Schuster singing Strip That Down. Yes, yes, is what I was gonna say. I don't know that song. Oh. It's a very bad, who, who does that? That's Liam. a very embarrassing Liam song. I bet you I'd like... love it though. I bet you. I'd but love you've it. definitely heard it. They play it in Swift. Oh, I. You've uh, yeah. you've heard it and not known it was Liam. War flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought I thought they also might have done pillow talk. I could imagine them doing something like that. Maybe. Mm. Well, yeah. Maybe mm. the swearing and that would put it off. I don't know if they swear on that show. Imagine they swore no. ugly. <laughs> Do you know what though? Like it would be so interesting if Glee came later in Ryan Murphy's career when he had this Netflix deal, this three hundred million dollar oh, yeah. Netflix deal, because it would have been a much darker kind of more adult show. I'd feel with the amount of things that they could get away with, because it it did it had already pushed the boundaries in a lot of ways, seeing as it was a network TV show in two thousand ten mm. with gay teenagers. Like that was. The, the stink that caused in America. Do you know what I mean? God, it was unbelievable yeah. at the time. Our Lauren always talks about the time Karofsky kissed Kurt. She always tells that story of like, she remembers vividly, like 
she's coming home from swimming lessons with her sister and then because you know and like we used to watch things on tv and there'd be ad breaks <laughs> and it like went straight to ad and she was like rolling around her room screaming <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows this everyone's got like a favorite teen show like I know a lot of people who've come on the podcast is, have talked to me about Glee who have just started watching it since it ended on Netflix as mm. like a binge show. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's fine or whatever. But like, you don't understand watching it in live time was emotional torture. Like yeah. they'd go on six month hiatuses and like, mm. you'd be like, here lads, what the fuck is happening? I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. Quinn um, just got Ali hit and... by a truck, what happened? I know, <laughs> and then they actually yeah. went out of their way to leave the actor who plays Quinn out of the promo material for the next episode that aired like four months later and you were like, she's dead. She's dead. She's <laughs> dead. But it was so emotional good. torture. I'm like dying to get like One Direction fans on the podcast who became fans after the band split because like that's yeah. such a wild perspective like mm-hmm. I don't know anyone in real life who is one of those people there that definitely are wild. loads like, though other oh, than Harry Casey yeah TikTok's yeah. full of them yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry Casey I suppose you're one of them <laughs> yeah because yeah, that's how like it's like a trend on TikTok now to be like, oh, imagine being a teenager in like 2015 and yeah. it makes me feel so old because they're all like, oh, like One Direction were big and you could see all five of them live. And it's, yeah, oh, and it's like oh, they don't know the torture oh of like trying to get tickets or of like hoping that they actually will come to your country or like, will they ever do a sign exactly. in Ireland, you know? Yeah. They don't remember yeah. that. They didn't have that, which is just so mad because that was like the whole fun of it, mm. like the fun on the internet of like that sort of thing. And they don't have that. They only have like longing for them, and they're they're not getting back together, girls. Sorry. No. But they will get back together, though. They yeah. will. They hate you know, each other. The money. The money. They capitalize. Is. They capitalize off of memories and of like people's yeah. teenage. Like it's just every single boy band or girl band have done this. Every. I single think it's one. still like very far down the line. Very oh, pr- probably, probably, but it will happen. Like yeah. it yeah. will happen. Like I just I think- know it will. Like if you look at like someone like Take That, didn't they came back? Um, mm. like ten, oh, like whenever yeah. the, uh, you've got a, an older audience then, and you can sort yeah. of you can pivot to doing more mature stuff, quote unquote. Like mm. Westlife have been on tour literally twelve times. Like not 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 being hyperbolic. Like literally, mm. they've gone on twelve separate tours since they That's initially crazy. broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Shane Island has to you know start that money out. That's Shane <laughs> Lost all that money on their houses. He needs to make it back. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. Sorry, Shane. <laughs> um, so we're not just here to talk about Glee oh. this week. Unfortunately, Ew. if you want the Glee chat, you can go to Connor's <laughs> podcast. Um, we, this week, are talking about the third One Direction single and third track on the Up All Night album, One Thing. And I almost just said live while we're young when I was saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this song. Me too. I love this song. I still love this song. It's so much fun. 
Yeah, <laughs> really loved it. I feel like you get to see their personality so much and this. They're all just so lovable and it's just so nice. I watched the video literally five times, like I, <laughs> I literally just re-watched it there like a few yeah. minutes ago. And like it fully is a bit of British propaganda though, isn't it? It's oh, like here, come to oh. London. That's my first note is this video is very capital B British. Like Yeah, it's very, very British. And you yeah. kind of just like, oh Niall, you poor thing. I know. I'm sorry, sorry <laughs> to jump in, sorry to jump into the behind the scenes video of it, but the most iconic thing is when Niall turns around to the camera and he goes, I don't think London's ready for us. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, yeah, I was going to talk about this too. Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you know when there's like lads who've like booked their 15 euro Ryanair flight <laughs> yeah. to Amsterdam and they yeah. check in, they check that in in Dublin Airport. The dam isn't ready for us boys. Yeah. Okay, Niall, I'm sure it is. I remember seeing there were guys like that in my school, like going to, going to Amsterdam and like they're posting on Twitter and stuff being like, ASAP Rocky has influenced my style so much for going to Amsterdam. <laughs> I was just like, hey, this is fucking, this is crazy, man. This is ridiculous. You're so crazy. Can I wow. just say, can I just say, not to just jump straight in, but the state of Niall's outfit compared to the rest of them. The cardigan. Come on. The fucking cardigan. I was like, is this the quiet man? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, they all get their like distinct stylists, like, and Niall dresses like an old man because he's Irish. (laughs) They put Zane in like uh, a suit that does not fit him as well. And he's like, it's like, it's, it's, you know, all bunching up around his his chest. And it's like, that's too small for this this man. Get him a different suit. And then Louis with the iconic. Colored uh, chinos, they yeah, always have to and make the suspenders as always. Suspenders. Yeah, um, I won't oh, lie, guys. I oh. thought Louis was like uh, kind of looking well in this one. Louis had so much Louis makeup on him here, like it was caked on. <laughs> caked yeah. on. Classic I was like, guys, go easy. Mood. He doesn't even look human anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think the standout for me in this music video, style wise, was 100% Harry's trench coat at night did you see that the navy yeah. kind of tr- trench coat i thought i was I like s- he's rocking that i saw that and have you seen the the photo of the ceo of only fans no <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like that guy <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the same coat on and like a very shifty look in his eyes as you would imagine that yeah yeah i thought harry's hair looked terrible but very oh, 2011. Yeah. So swooped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he looked great. <laughs> for, the, for the time. For the He's time. Improved. Yeah. Um, he actually, he's so cute in the behind the scenes video at the beginning. He's like, what? He says, uh, he's like, woken up. up now. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> no, was, Niall was iconic. He's higher pitched than me. Na- Niall was an <laughs> iconic where he was like, we're here in Battersea Park. <laughs> <laughs> Get on board. I also um, thought that this video was like the happiest I have ever seen Zayn Malik. And yeah, I Zayn's having fun. Yeah. Zayn yeah. hasn't even thought about leaving the band yet. That's crazy. Um, it's wow. yeah, it's it's a far shot from him like posting on Twitter now, just like smoking blunts and being like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in his mansion. Yeah, just the like, nanny in the like, next room with the baby. King. Like, uh, do you yeah. want to look at her? Do this. No, let me finish my joint. Yeah, start the Instagram <laughs> live, sir. 
um, this is the only video there's I really remember from the time as well that I remember seeing, I think, as well. And I think mostly it's because they're, I think, at one of the points when you know they're on the steps, mm-hmm. they're doing like yeah. dances from the in betweeners, which is also like mm-hmm. very, is not that's the in betweeners, yeah. isn't it? The elbow dance. That's very 2011, just like very. thinking the in betweeners was funny. <laughs> yeah and and they're also like it. the fans doing that as well at like the concerts yeah, i remember I everyone would do it oh my god also like at yeah. concerts the clap this is like the song yeah. where everyone knows the clap and when to be quiet and like the leam like you sing <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the fans were absolutely iconic in the behind the scenes oh video there's that one english girl where she's like we've been looking for them all day literally <laughs> we've been up since seven <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end at the end of it harry styles has been like oh thanks very much you've all been great or whatever and there's this this one girl just right over his shoulder nodding like yeah yeah you have (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. she's like like, i'm gonna be in the behind the scenes i love how quickly so much one direction stuff dated because like all the girls are there like with their digital camera yeah and it just is like this tiny thing that dates guys you must be able to hunt one of them down to come on the podcast there must be some some one of those people must be on twitter yeah yeah. i want there's a wee girl who like has a bow tie on and all and i just thought that was like yeah cripplingly 2011 that i was like where are you now queen (laughs) and the hats that like pull over the ears as well as like god that is so of its time iconic (laughs) i think as well this song is like so indicative of what their later style would be True. If that makes sense because I always think that this came like way later in their catalogue. But... Not sure. Remember, was it last week? I was like, is one thing not on the second album? Mm. I always think it's on the second album for some reason. It doesn't. It's not yeah. that it doesn't fit in the first one, but it's just much better than most of the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to a few of the One D albums this week, and I do have to say, the, their first album is my least favorite. Mm. Which is a testament to them because the so- the songs get better mm. as the years go on. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, there's some to iconic To be fair, yeah, because a lot of people don't album, do that, but... really. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The albums, I feel, get better as they go on, generally. Yeah. What's your favourite one? Um, Probably Midnight Memories. Yeah. Right answer! Right answer! Yeah. Banger from start to finish. Yeah. Honestly, so good. Such a work of art. Just brilliant pop music. <laughs> oh my god, I keep nearly falling off <laughs> like the <frame>. <laughs> Um, it is I love... though it's just brilliant pop music yeah. like it's just pop music yeah. done really yeah. well I love four as well and then anytime I listen to Made in the AM that just is like such a distinct time for me because that came out when I was in my first year of uni so it yeah. always takes mm-hmm. me back have you guys yeah. answered on the podcast yet what your favorite 1D song is of all time or can you pick is that like me picking oh my a god no we song? actually have never said that we no um picked. mine is I think happily I love that song I also love Happily, but I I also love Made in the AM, the song. Great song. Mm. That's my, a tune. My favourite is definitely Night Changes, but then it's like one of the handful that I actually know. So this podcast has got me an education. <laughs> but I do think Night Changes is genuinely like a very good song. Yes, yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah I really like that one, to be honest. Oh, what's the other one? What a feeling. I love What a Feeling. Oh, yeah. What a tune. And Stockholm Syndrome, obviously unreal what else i feel like i want to like go through them all now 
I don't know whether it's an unpopular opinion, but I love One Direction ballads. Like, oh my God, oh. I think they're gorgeous. I love You and I. I think it's a stunning oh, song. It is very and, good song. Um, what else do I like? I, I like so many. There's, I've got like a yeah. 1D playlist. To be fair, Nothing. off this album, same mistakes and moments are probably like definitely top fa- 10, maybe even top five One Direction songs for me. I think they're beautiful. Love them. Oh, spicy. Um, what else? I was looking at the, was it the story? Right the story now, of my life I love Right Now, that one as well. Right oh, Now yeah. is a great one. Right Now is a bop. Uh, I love the Italy tour DVD where they like do the little fan project and it's all so emotional. I love it. Really good. That song's great. Did One Direction have like a concert movie film about them? I feel like they mm-hmm. must have. Oh, multiple. Yeah. Eve is in one of them. Iconic. Yeah. I'm in the Glee oh. Live concert. Yes. <laughs> no, you're yes. not. I didn't know that. Ali, yes, I fucking am. I didn't yes, know that. Yes, I am. Me and my You've friend never Jessica told me that. Trimble. How would you not tell me that? <gasps> me and my friend Jessica Trimble were there with the glee foam fingers. Oh my god. Cyprus. Yeah. Because they filmed just in the States, obviously, but they brought the crew around everywhere that they toured and spliced all the audience reactions oh. together. So oh there we god. were in oh Dublin, like <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm in it too. I went to the Glee tour in Dublin. Imagine we were probably there the same night, Eva. <gasps> oh, Legends only. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever seen the pictures of Harry Styles drunk? Fantastic, no, but I'd love to see. Oh, them. I wonder Connor, what kind of drunk he is. Messy as fuck. He uh, yeah. needs people to lift him up. He needs to be held yeah. up by oh. Like, it, what was it like? His twenty first <laughs> or something? And it's like this massive bouncer is like guiding him to the car, and he's just like, There's one as well where he like falls over a dog, and then he goes back and pets the dog. That's good. Yeah. What an icon. Right. Shall we get the surprise underway? Oh, we have we have yeah. a surprise. I think for I might you, have Connor. an inkling as to what this might be, but sure anyway. I go don't think that it's well. You do. So, I don't think you do. This is something I stumbled across on Popheads Reddit this week, where I live, and we had to discuss it because I've never heard of this. Larry Strylinson performance AU Gerward Visual Arts, where an Ooh. erotic Larry fanfic was performed. Not this. In person, like in real life, by two Harry and Louis lookalikes. So, what's your, what's your sentence for, for her? Electric chair. Note that it says lookalikes. Like, what? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Where did this, is this in the States? London. Uh, yeah, this is in England. Oh, I'm sorry. pretty sure. So, so for the people listening, we will link this in the social media. But yeah, it is, I'll put it in the show. Wild performance oh my God, look, They've got like Harry's tattoos drawn on him and all. Right. So uh, for for so. the listeners, will we describe? So Harry, the Harry is like lying on his back, and the Louis uh, facsimile Louis is uh, over his legs, and there's just like some very uncomfortable people. Mm-hmm. Looking at the camera, the guy is looking like down the lens. Yeah. 
Larry. Where, where, he looked very uncomfortable. Where did the whole theory about this Larry thing come from? Just where did it originate? Oh my god! It came from people projecting. Yeah. Okay, that does look like that does look like Louis there at the top from the side. Your man, to be fair, looks a little bit like Louis, but the Harry doesn't look like Harry. He looks just very Norwegian. Yeah. Do you notice these this this woman in the yellow dress? Uh, there's two like sort of young women who seem to be very enjoying this, and then everyone yeah. else seems to be sort of mildly, <laughs> mildly horrified that they've been invited into this weird sexual performance. This behind it them is on. bizarre. Is this on the wall? There's like a tapestry. Is that a mammoth? I feel like a, yeah, that's definitely yeah. like fan art shit. Yeah, yeah. that looks like the Nirvana album yeah. cover. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of the baby swimming. Um, there's this Tumblr post. I don't know if it's just the pictures or if it has any more about it. Obviously, they've got a fucking Doctor Who themed Tumblr as well. Why are people also, so we had never off, seen like... this before this week? Like this is like brand new. Yeah. Oh, what's he doing with his jeans? Oh, they undress each other. Oh, great. Yeah. Is oh, there no. any what are the clip at all? Like, what do they do? I don't get it. What is that? Just, like, what is that? Stop! Is that, that an M Preg fucking body suit? That's like yeah, a tattoo with Harry's tattoos on it. What, what, what? For, for what? Sorry. Oh God. <laughs> M is male pregnancy, and it happens in fanfics where the boy gets pregnant off the other boy because oh, they're so in love. <laughs> scroll, scroll down, Eva, to the wee, the wee quote they've got there with a the shipping ritual. A shipping, a shipping ritual was called forth Larry. Or sorry, oh. a shipping ritual was created to call forth Larry, a future subject without experience. The ceremony loosely based on shipping, a fan fiction practice of putting characters from a banned TV series fiction into imaginary erotic relationship, not constituted in the official narrative, included shrine offerings such as stories, dance and song from fan participants, including students from MA Body and Performance in Trinity... Laban, Laban. Laban. This is a Laban workshop. Access all areas learning disabled theatre company. Guys, do you know what though? So true. Chris Colfer and Darren Chris, who play Kirk and Blaine on Glee, actively there was a whole rumor that they going around that the two of them hated each other, even though they played a played a couple on the show. But apparently the reason is that the reason they don't even do promotional material for the show, even to this day. Um, or interviews is because they didn't want to play into into the narrative that they were together because it just drove these stands through the roof. Yeah, yeah. that was um, huge on like, Tumblr. I remember, yeah. like, I followed a lot of people actually back in the day, like One D fans who were also Lee fans who were crazy yeah. for shipping the two of them. Yeah, it's so weird the... about about the whole Larry thing as well because it's like you were talking about oh, it's all about this came from projection and stuff that Louis and Harry were together, but like. What? Why do predominantly heterosexual teenage girls and young women want to see two gay guys together? Like, isn't the isn't the stereotype isn't of being in love with gay people? Like... No, but isn't the stereotype of being in love with a boy band being like, oh my god, they're all so gorgeous, like they're going to be my future husband? I love them. Like, it's very mm-hmm. strange. I feel like Larry gives people more to invest in because like I can have my daydream of like walking into Harry Styles in a bar and like being able to string a sentence together and not being like incoherent and like where we live this whole happy life together but that's like never gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) or will it um but it like there's like a whole like story and a narrative for Larry. It feels like there's, you know, they feel like there's clues that like to this day, Harry and Louis solo music will include clues to them. That's like letting yeah. them in on something. Like, that's why I always say that it's like a conspiracy theory 
because they like gather like in the same way people will be like see because of this and this and this the earth is flat people will do the same like people literally dedicate their lives to it like I seen a very good tiktok during the week where it was like some 1D gal and she was like, isn't it crazy how like within the One Direction fandom, there's literally political parties. Mm. And it's like, I don't know, these didn't exist back when we were 1D fans, when they were still a band necessarily. There was the Larrys yeah, like, and there was Larry like just has continued lane. to grow and grow and grow. It's mental. But now there's everything on top of it. There's like, there's like casual Larrys. There's like fucking crazy Larrys. Then yeah. there's like, oh, what do you call themselves? OG five OT5 yeah and then there's like what do the people who support them without saying there's a name for them as well That's there's OT4 all these different then, like yeah. factions like do you know it's I, like, what? Oh, it's like, so it's so true like there's some like look everyone's got their own interest something I learned since I was setting up uh, since I set up Glee Cup and um, the podcast page is we got a lot of Instagram followers very quickly and one day I was really bored and I went onto our Instagram page and I saw that we had a new follower and I clicked on this new follower and it was a fan of Glee who had set up an Instagram page in the name of Quinn Fabray's mother. So Quinn Fabray is obviously one of the cheerleaders on Glee. Her mother must have been in two episodes in the entire series. And all of the all of the pictures that she uploads or he uploads on this Instagram page are screenshots from the episode of which there's like seven. And <laughs> The, the captions are things like, um, I'm so proud of my daughter, Quinn Fabray, who gave birth to or for singing this song in Glee Club. And then you've got someone else Quinn's commenting as Quinn Fabray. <laughs> you, you've got someone else commenting as Quinn Fabray being like, thank you, mom. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> AU pages. It's an AU oh, page, is like... it? Where people like, yeah, no, AU pages. Yeah, I know what those. I mean, yeah, let's. Like, I know what those some, are. Ooh, I'm so we cool. We get some DMs. We get some DMs or emails being like, "Why did you say that about this character? Like, you're disgusting." It's like, babe, you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. You just need to calm down. There's something else similar to this that I find really strange. I remember it like back in the day with One D fans, and I'm sure it still happens, <laughs> where someone very minor related to One D, whether it's a well, not even a sibling someone even more fucking obscure a cousin of 1d or like as we have mentioned in one of our other episodes yeah like niall's nephew people make fan pages for them Mm. oh god we need to do an episode on theo horan i always we need to do a whole episode on this shit because it's like why are you making why are you making a fan page for someone who's mildly within the sphere of someone infant child yeah it's so like i don't know what well, like I, I try to think like what is the thought process behind mm-hmm. that and like yeah. the only thing i can think of is like do they think that by doing that it gets them closer to that person and then by being closer to that person they'll, they'll somehow meet someone yeah. in the band or yeah something. i it's think like, that that is right ali i think that that's that could only be the logical reason because it exists in so the glee strange. fandom as well it's actually everywhere it's insane because i f- i find like again like I guess with any fandom there's like such a like hierarchy of like who's a real fan and who's not Mm -hmm. and like how many shows you've been to or how much merch you own or how much x or y or z makes you a better fan than somebody else and I think that comes into those shipping things as well because like 
again to like compare it larry to a conspiracy theory like to see the way like anti-vaxxers and covid deniers like they think they're so much smarter for saying the truth i think that comes into larry as well where you're like yous are all so stupid because you don't see what's right in front of you yeah. and when it turns well, out to be mm-hmm. true i will be better than all of you because i knew the whole time and harry yeah. styles loves me more than he loves you like, yeah. i know the real him yeah yeah but it's like yeah. it's about like knowledge as like power for these sorts of people as well or like um you know it's like it's like a self-policing community as well in like the same way i imagine something like QAnon, which i think operates in a similar sphere because it has like proofs and like weird little rabbit holes and conspiracies yes, exactly. i don't know if the larry's have have like the mole people like QAnon did <laughs> exactly it just, no but it just it but just comes down such a it just comes thing. down to the fact that so many of these people build their narrative around the facts yeah. instead of building the facts around the narrative mm-hmm. if, yeah. if, 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 a, if a fact suits their narrative they will say it's true but if there's a fact that doesn't suit their narrative mm-hmm. they'll discard it and say it didn't happen mm-hmm. there's one of those I only recently found out the actual truth about so I've always heard this and just like taken it to be true because I never heard it in any other context that Louis and Harry lived together in like the first year of One Direction and they shared this flat in Princess Park in London and they lived together they were best friends so then found out the place they lived in in Princess Park was a building owned by Psycho where all of their artists would live in the first year of their career and all of One Direction lived there Harry and Louis just happened to like end up sharing a flat. I think they all shared ones or whatever. And Harry and Louis were sharing one. Yeah. All that context is left out. And I literally, for 10 years of being a One Direction fan, I never knew that that was the context of that because it's only ever presented without that. Because with the context, it won't fit the Larry narrative. Uh, I was thinking as well, I was talking to Aoife about this during the week. Actually, it might have been just in the group chat where. I keep seeing like, I don't know, Larry videos keep coming up on my like for you page on TikTok. And I do, I watch them all because I'm like, I want to, I want to understand the mindset so that we can talk about it. And the main ones that come up over and over and over again are the ones about their matching tattoos. And like, it is so dumb. It is so dumb. People are like, oh, what's it? I'm going to bring them off here. And we'll yeah, one of them there. has three screws on their arm. I think Harry has three screws, and Louis has something that the screws go into. And then there's like a boat and a compass and yeah, all this so... shit. And they're like, they they got them on the same days. And it's like, yeah, because if you walk into a tattoo studio with your friend on a Wednesday, and you both want to go to the same artist so that you can sit there beside each other and get them done, you're probably going to be both looking at the same flash sheet Mm. of things that you can get done. And for example, the boat and the compass, they probably went in, it was probably a nautical fucking flash sheet. Mm -hmm. And the two of them just went, well, I'll get this one and I'll get this one so that we don't get the same fucking one. And they're, they're not matching. They're just from the same sheet. Like, and like do people so not many... go on tattoo studio pages and realize that they do come in themed collections. But this is it. They definitely don't because they're like 14-year-old girls and that's not, you know. But some of them aren't. That's girls. the thing. Some of them some are of them old enough yeah. to have yeah. sense. And it's then, like, how do you I not just like, don't, I just generic things like a rose and a dagger. You either get that or you get a lion. 
Do you know, like when you go yeah. in, as you say, on they're the not high. incredibly unique. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then see the high and the oops ones. I don't even think they are matching, but the Larry narrative is that high and oops are the first things they ever said to each other. There's like a whole story about Sorry, it. Like, how the like, fuck how would, would you know? anyone know that? How yeah. would anyone know that? Like, I'm not being funny. Like, I know everyone's got their different interests. I just don't understand what comfort people find and invest in themselves into a narrative like this. It's like, it's one thing if you're watching a TV show and you love a fictional couple or a movie. Like, if you really stan, you know, fucking Ron and Hermione from Harry Potter. But like, real life people, it's like, what, what do you get from it? Like, where do mm-hmm. you... Like wh- I don't understand this. Yeah, but look, because you were saying, so, like, like you say, because like taken for example, uh, Edward and Bella, and then sure Robert Pattinson and Christian Stewart were going out, but everybody looking at them that way broke them up, and then like that's what I always wonder about with Larry is like, what benefit is this having? Like trying to out these men, what is that doing for you? What would that do for either of them? Yeah. Well, um, it is, it is like, often said that if you want to be in the LGBTQ ally, you should definitely try and out people. That's definitely the best <laughs> way to go about it. Yeah. But it's so funny it's because so it's funny. like, if yeah, it's so didn't Harry come out at bi or hasn't he hinted that he was bi or something? Yeah, but he says like ah, very yeah. like vague well, answers to it. But if he did come out as bi, and we were chatting about this because oh. I saw. Let me try find the quote because I screenshot oh. from Popheads all the time. We were saying during Just the week. I note, feel like absolutely. I feel like he hasn't come out mm. as by officially, like made an but announcement you know, it's so, because it's of so the Larrys. Mad that it, it's so mad that like mainstream celebrities in 2021, if they are, are anything other than straight, just haven't come out at this stage. Like yeah. it's there's, insane. There's no. It's like, will their career be really that impacted? Like, this I don't it, think like... at all Harry Styles' impa- career would be impacted if he came out as gay. Also, I think in if, any if, way like, whatsoever, it's almost expected for him to be. Yeah. Like we anyway in the Olivia. You know? Maybe maybe it's an act of choice. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's an act of choice that he he's to remain sexually ambiguous because it's more marketable. Like, yeah. like it could very easily yeah, be that been, case that's been the case throughout without like casting aspersions on him on whatever his motives are but like that's always been a thing hasn't it of sort of being yeah. maybe like you know, pretending you know or, you know add, adding a bit of gayness into your uh repertoire like you know everyone, everyone <laughs> well, i'd say that's yeah. a whole episode yeah, yeah, that's so, happened yeah. throughout time yeah that's happened yeah. throughout time with a lot of different yeah. people yeah. Yeah. start a pop music Um, 100% but we were saying that in the Halivia episode that surely like if Larry was real like that would be better PR for them than how like Harry and (laughs) Olivia's relationship is going down like coming out like as we say like all of the like things are there do you know what I mean like for like in the general public people always are like sure Harry Styles is gay or Harry Styles is whatever so if he did come out as we say it's expected and like nobody would argue with it and the idea that like such heavy closeting would still exist is maybe naive of me to think that it wouldn't but like I just can't imagine yeah also I think we've discussed it as well like the amount of people who know the two of them and have known them for 10 plus years now if they were together someone would have said something Mm -hmm. like said that it wasn't real and like got bullied off twitter 100%. Yeah, oh my someone gosh. would have leaked it. Someone would have leaked yeah. it. Yeah. I would have leaked it if I fucking knew. Yeah. Do you think Dumois wouldn't have fucking wrote about it? Like, <laughs> absolutely. 
Yeah, well, is it telling that it's not even it's not even hinted at by like any of the like gutter press? Like, do you not think the Daily Mail or some would have fucking ran with that if they thought they were yeah gay? I don't know. You know, yeah. so funny. Like anything histor- historically, hasn't there always been like one gay member of a boy band? Like there is one in <laughs> Westlife, and yeah. there's one in. Is there and... one in Take That? No, they're all straight in Take That. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? They, they've, really? Got, they've, got other, they've got other troubles. <laughs> the guys that take that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. There's another stuff boy band. On. There's one, like, Boys Own. Boys one own? of them was gay. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And for the Backstreet Boys. I think they both had, yeah. They both had a gay. Go on, lads. Place your bets. Who's the gay one? Imagine, yeah. right? Say, oh, obviously, we're going to be like, oh, it's Harry or Louis. If it okay. wasn't true, it's going to be Niall, isn't it? It's going to be That's Liam's next era. He's like, guys, I realised we're locked out. I'm gay. And he's going to be back, back in the day. I always thought it would be Liam. And um, I don't know why. I always thought it would be Liam if I was to make guess. No, but Liam now, is now the I most, don't think so. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. But now yeah. Liam is the most aggressively heterosexual aggressively. man I've ever been confronted with in my yeah. life. <laughs> It's almost but offensive. I also, I think Louis is incredibly heterosexual. Yes, babe, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. I know exactly like, what you mean. I know. We've said like, this, like, yeah, picture Louis just... Tomlinson in a gay club and tell I me can't. that he's gay. No. I can't. Sorry. I can't. Louis, I can see Louis any kind of straight man. League, but... Louis comes across as the kind of straight man that will go to a gay bar just because he liked the attention of gay lads coming on. On a stag him. party. Yeah. He would only go there on a stag party. And then party. complain about it afterwards. Like, why are you chatting? No, why yeah. do we go there? Yeah. yeah. All right, then come down a bit there. Oh, drag queens. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, he's not. He's not like, he is the straightest man I've ever seen. Harry, I don't know. Louis straight, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I've heard stories. Come fight us, Larry. I'm ready. About Harry, ooh, <laughs> he loves a twink. Ooh, unsurprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless him. <laughs> but yeah, we just thought that that Larry performance art thing was so strange because it like elevates it. Like it just has taken it like to a whole new level of taking it too far. Yeah. To have imagine, real life imagine people having the time. Do you know what though? Like, oh, well, I guess after is that. Like, not being funny, not to make this about class, but we've been in lockdown since March, and as someone who makes my own work and art, it's like I've barely fucking wrote in a written a page of dialogue. Imagine having the fucking time to make a performance <laughs> piece about Larry. Yeah, oh, that's the that's privilege be no of effort, these people. Though. Like, I'm yeah. not being funny. <laughs> Like, it's guys, like, imagine being off. the person having to grade that. So, imagine, um, what was your thought process behind the piece? You'd be glad um, of free wine, Jesus. But did, did, did it say on it that it was part of a like master's An program? A. Yeah, like I imagine bet. paying 10 oh. grand, like at least 10 grand in England for your master's, and Jesus. your parents come and see your fucking work, and they're like, I should not have started that head fund. I should have just, you know. <laughs> How hard it is for people to get into drama school and then you go, I'm going to do my MA on Larry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sitting all for a full year crying still and we're getting rejected by Wales. Fuck me. Yeah. 
there's that people who w- would do big things with that um masters like, but no no instead like, we have that yeah <laughs> we should get I them don't on. Know, maybe it was iconic though maybe it was iconic in person Anything? you never know we I never know, know. the this audience reactions they yeah. all look mildly, mildly i must horrified. um go back onto the website and try see if there's like contact information or even names of like the people who did it imagine we could there you go them. there yes there is a guest straight away um we just don't let them listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just delete this episode. Yeah. We love your art, big fans. Because I wonder, like, are they Larry's or did they just stumble across it and go like, Jesus, I need to do a master's in that. You'd have to be a Larry to put that much time into this something. Set, though. It seemed from the... Dis- I don't know, though. I'd have a lot of respect to them if they weren't Larry's and they just were two artists yeah. exploring, like, fun It's culture. like Harry Casey on really this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm doing a deep dive. <laughs> yeah, I'm undercover. So funny! I, it's such a good dynamic on this podcast. Whenever I've listened to it, because it's just like Eve and Ali talking about the olden days, and then every five minutes, it's like, "Are you like?" Yeah. <laughs> Some of it's just so bizarre. As well. It's like a whole other society underneath what I thought was going on at the time, which is like yeah. <laughs> crazy. Same here, I have, I have this. I have the same experience listening to it. It's really interesting because it's like, obviously I know One Direction on a surface level, but like obviously Ali and Aoife know like, you know, all of the shit that went on where they were, like everything going on at that time. So it's really interesting to listen to, to from that perspective, if that makes any sense. Yeah. The inside scoop. Mm. And I, do, I think that like at the time <laughs> I thought I was like, the biggest One Direction fan in the world but looking back now I'm like I didn't know anything like there's songs I had never heard until this year <laughs> that, like, <laughs> and there's me I literally like, found yeah I fully thought I was like disgusted when other people won competitions back in the day because I was like I'm clearly the biggest One Direction fan in this country but um I forget what I was saying you only find the song home isn't it that's you only find oh yes that was it yeah that was that what it's called home yeah i was trying to think yeah there was a song that i was like i don't know i think i was just like going through like their discography thing on spotify found that song and there was another one and i sent it to Aoife and i was like when the fuck did these songs come out and she's like ali they've been out like a while and i was Mm. like "Mm, never heard them these are new (laughs) no they they were like inside or something do you know what, though? I do have to say, I remember years ago, me and Ali had an argument over. Um, <laughs> so what was now. it? It's, <laughs> I was saying that Ali was a bigger Harry Styles fan and she was saying that I was more obsessed with Leah Michelle. Babe, not being funny. You can hold your hands up. You are more obsessed with Harry Styles than I am with Leah Michelle. We just know it's the truth. And I celebrate that and I welcome it. <laughs> But I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I have listened to every single episode of Chat Shit and there is at least two oh, Harry Styles mentions. Yeah. No, we mention him in every episode. It's actually a running joke. Which is fair because he's iconic. <laughs> we do we make sure we squeeze him in in somewhere. <laughs> I think it tells you everything. You do very that well. <laughs> Liam Michelle and Liam Payne share the same birthday which i think tells you everything you and need the to same know. energy yes very the oh, same energy wow. i don't know if liam is like straight. shitting in wigs now <laughs> but if he, 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 freed, I wouldn't what? Be 
there, no, he's sh- he's shitting in wigs because he knows that there is another person who's a better singer born on the same day, which wouldn't be hard. <laughs> Imagine if Leah shit in a wig because she was um, intimidated by Liam Payne. Which, oh my god. She Did Leah Michelle shit that in the wig? That was like part she of her cancellation. She threatened to do it to um, a black Leah, I'm going to shit in your wig, Michelle. Oh, yeah. I can't. Who, who did whose wig did she threaten to shit in? Somebody who was on Glee, but she was like a person of color, so it was like racially. Uh, oh, was oh like, yeah, yeah, I remember. She was like, yeah, that was wild. She, what happened was they were filming Glee, and the camera was on Leah Michelle, and the the person that she was talking to was in the background, just like talking to someone, and she stopped filming and was like, "Who do you think you are?" And all of this, like, I can get you fired. I've got Ryan Murphy on speed dial. That's I didn't even make that up. That's tr- like that's in the article. Yeah. I've got Ryan Murphy on speed dial. Um, and then Imagine she was like, Payne was like, I've got Simon Cowell on speed dial. She probably Fuck fucking you. does. They've got very the, the same Leo energy. Mm, Not yeah. into it. Not into it. Oh dear. Okay, I'm, into well, it I'm woman, a Leo though, rising, so mm, okay. I'm a Leo rising and a Leo moon. So are uh, you? Yeah. Confidence. Blech. I'm like fire <laughs> around, yeah. Oh, we need to do an episode of One Direction's fucking Star astrology. Oh, yes, you do. I'd charts. love to hear that. Oh Jesus, yeah. yeah. I would love to hear that. That would be so oh. interesting. Harry's the only air sign, and the rest of them are earth signs. What star signs are you guys? I, Ali, I know you're an Aries. I'm an Aries and Cancer, Cancer Moon and Leo Rising. Let me bring up my co star because I never. Which remember. I agree with, except for the Cancer Moon. I don't think I'm incredibly sensitive. Harry, do you know off the top I, of your head? I know that I'm a. a, a I was born in June, making me a Gemini. Um, <laughs> but I recently, I, yesterday I got set up with one of those uh, stock oh, trading apps, so I don't need this shit. I've got my own astrology to deal with now. Oh, oh my God. God. I know my, All right, my son is Cancer, and then I think something is Sagittarius, and I don't remember the other one. That is so funny. Nearly all of my friends are cancers. This is something I've noticed. Yeah, that's really weird. I've got the worst star sign ever. I'm historically the worst star sign. Are you a Capricorn? Yeah. Clean as a Capricorn. A lot of my friends are Capricorns as well. You're so similar. Get on great. Yeah. Yeah. You're really similar. Crazy. That you you definitely do an episode on the One D boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I must get also a... like Harry Styles is an Aquarius. Like, of course, of course, of course he's this an Aquarius. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. <laughs> the age of Aquarius. <laughs> of course, Connor Burke comes on a One Direction podcast and starts singing a musical theater Sing song. Up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that one thing. Yeah. Did, did we talk about the song? Do you know, I was just thinking that like no, every we did week. The only comment, the only comment we made on one thing was Eva being like, it's very Brit Good. propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do this every yourselves. We like never actually talk about the songs. We just be like, okay, I enjoy the song. Or else like last week with Gotta Be You, we're like, Jesus, isn't that shit? Anyway, and then we talk about anything else. Anything else. But also, <laughs> the, funny, the like running theme is like, it's Brit propaganda. 
Yeah, and we're Honestly. very anti that. I'd love to know the slagging though Niall got when he came home. Not for being in a boy band, just for the Brit propaganda. Yeah, side wearing of things. a poppy and a Brit jersey. Oh. I'd slag him. Oh. And there's like moments. Oh no, sorry, during, did he like, wear a poppy? Fan- yeah, he nah. And like during the X, like after the X Factor and all, and that time in between, he had a wee British accent on him and all. <laughs> oh, all the lads in Mullingar, no. like no, none of that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know him. God, do you know what video? What the video? My favorite video of Niall Horan is from years ago, before he, when he was on the X Factor in his estate, yeah. singing so with like a girl. There's like a girl recording them. <laughs> Yeah. You remember that from like yeah. on, her, her, on her little Sony Ericsson? Yeah, so Bebo's making Bebo. a comeback. Can't wait I for that one. Literally, I'm gonna do yeah. my best. I hope Niall's on it. Like, I the, hope he's on it. The first Bebo comeback was such a hit in 2014. You know, we're so. gonna have a oh, midnight memory yeah. Bebo. Oh my god, can Guys, we make a for the podcast and all? We need to we need to find screenshots. I actually think I might have screenshots of Niall Horn's Bebo page because I remember. When One Direction were on X Factor, that was the first place I looked for him. Oh my Bebo, god! Yeah. Social like, media savvy queen. Yeah, and it, it was kind of. I'm just thinking, was... Ali, of that picture of you when you were like seven at the computer. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put oh, yeah. that up in the Midnight Men's podcast. <laughs> Instagram put Niall on the screen. Oh my god! Let's Photoshop stuff onto the screen. You literally Stop. look like Tracy Beaker's arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what's funny? Everyone's always like, were you playing Club Penguin? And you know what? I actually wasn't. I was playing, remember cereals used to come with like toys. I had a cereal that came with a computer disc and it was a game that came in a cereal. (laughs) It's not Club Penguin, folks. It's more obscure than that. (laughs) It was the European Union that stopped the toys coming in. Uh, That's why Brexit really happened. No wonder Brexit Brexit happened, yeah. Maybe they were right. Maybe we do need an Fuck our European overlords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were onto something. <laughs> whenever whenever I have a cigarette in my room, I feel like Princess Margaret in the Crown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But really, I'm like Jerry Barlow. Right, <laughs> <laughs> same. Same energy. <laughs> Vastly different lives. <laughs> Back to 1D, I heard a voice message on Twitter today that Harry left for some young musician somewhere and girlies his accent is gone fully American. Oh he's fully American like, isn't he? Ah, That man's really? not from Cheshire anymore he's fully LA yeah it is, is so what LA. I said I like, to Ali whenever man? like the photos of him and Olivia came out because I was like oh my god that's so cute happy for them but then I went oh fuck Death he to his is accent. never going to move back to England now. Because remember, he had just done that Vogue interview. Yeah. He was like, I think I'm done in LA. I'm ready to move back to England. Like, that's where I want to be. And I'm like, no, this man will follow her mm. around LA for the rest you of his life. You know what, though? In, and in I preparation... have to grieve London Harry now. Yeah, RIP. In, in preparation of this podcast, I was thinking about One Direction, obviously. And I've come to the conclusion that Zane is going to be the Victoria Beckham of the Spice Girls. He's going to be the one that mm. will not want to get back oh, together yeah, for no. the reunion. No, he's not coming back. No. Zane's never coming back. Zane's so far gone. No matter how dry the cash gets, Zane's not doing that. And you know what? Every week when Liam mentions One Direction, I'm like, he misses it so much. Yeah. And it actually makes me really, and it actually genuinely makes me really sad. I'm like, I, oh, honestly, that must be so horrible. 
on one of his lives, didn't he also say, he was like, someone asked him, like, how do you feel having left One Direction? He was like, still in One Direction, mate. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he's, I think he, he'd definitely be chomping at the bit for a reunion because of that. He's feeling it the most. I think he struggles yeah. with it the most, for sure. Yeah. Also, oh, there's God. a TikTok Liam, listen, I saw. There's always American Horror Story, hon, you'll be grand. <laughs> Here, the politician final season, he needs a running mate. He needs Someone asked after. him on some uh, American <laughs> Liam can show. sing as well, so <laughs> Ben Platt yeah. versus Liam Payne, sing off. Let's go. <laughs> oh, sorry, we know who'd win. <laughs> no shade. Ah, no, yeah. no. <laughs> uh, we know who'd win. We know no, who'd there's, win, there's, yeah. a, there's no competition. Uh, someone asked him on an American chat show there, I seen a TikTok of it. They're oh like, yeah. Who's who's this was heartbreaking. I was like, oh. Uh, someone asked him, was like, <laughs> who would you like to? What was it? Who would you like to? Who would you like to collaborate with? Who would you like to collaborate with? And he's like, I can think of four people. And I was like, oh, Leo. Like at yeah. the start of him doing all this, I was like, get over it, brother. This is so pathetic. Yeah, but I thought he was just like, for no. attention. This is like you actually have really lost your identity here. You're going through a midlife crisis at like 26, which like which is so fair. Can't relate. So fair. They don't know anything else. It must be really like. I'd love to know like what is like the kind of um, routine I suppose for when a band like that on that level ends. Like what is actually in place for them when they come out of it? I'd love to know that Mm. side of it. Like what's what supports are there. Yeah, um, and like no shade, but I imagine it is so hard—not hard, but like, um, oh my god, I can't even think of the word. But like, whenever for him, like his first album was like a flop, and then you've like Harry and Niall who did so well, and like even Louis' album probably has done better than Liam's. Well, and like, like Louis was mm-hmm. Louis said whenever he went out, I read an interview with him. Cause he's kind of an interesting figure because he doesn't like he definitely wouldn't have made it on his own on his own of his own steam really like mm-hmm. uh, and he was like he he was saying like harry styles would be able to go out and work with like wh- whoever all the biggest writers off straight off the bat whereas they mm-hmm. would have to like like what does he have but yeah. um yeah but in terms of like the those bands ending like typically like there's like fucking corporation size pro- profits involved in like like a bit a band that size if you know what I mean so like yeah. they, they got to keep that that water running to the to those people yeah. to a certain extent which is why they all I also the saw this on right Reddit this week which I didn't realize so Louis was on the psycho label but then left it and he hasn't been signed by anybody since so is he like fully independent yeah Wow. Which makes Fair sense because no offense, like Louis just as a person is just so bland. Like there's no Do you think? Like, what, what's the what's I the find musical Liam artistry? No, the, the the two of them are. That's why the two of them are my least oh, favorite. Spicy. It's like, Do you know what? what is, I would what argue is the musical I would artistry to them. What's I would fight you on Louis. I do not listen to Louis's music. I think he can't sing, so I'm not even interested in like anything to do with the music. But I think he's a legend personality wise which is fair enough but i think to people who don't know mm. one direction as well like me which is the majority mm. of people who can appreciate them for what they are but aren't stands yeah i think yeah. the yeah. i think the majority think that the most boring are Liam and louis yeah like I they're just i look what they offer my mom loves yeah, Louis because yeah. he was on the x factor as on well. x factor so there's like a certain demographic there that know him from that and 
really really like him for that and for people who are like read the tabloids and stuff because he's had so much tragedy in his family life a lot of people feel a lot for him because of that as well yeah I I always feel like the least popular are maybe Zayn Zayn the least popular and then Liam maybe I always think because like Zayn's just like what the fuck is he doing where is he yeah because like and then like looking at the numbers even Liam's first album was a flop here and just like didn't even make enough of a like shadow of a dent to be considered a flop in America yeah. like it but then also there. Liam's very Zane. popular online whereas Zayn doesn't have anything like what's well, like, Zane not, like stuff will always like chart like like or yeah. not chart but like he'll be in the trending topics on Twitter like see for this new album that just came out but that doesn't transfer yeah. to sales that new album did not no. do very well not in sales but it, then yeah. neither did Louis's music but see the live concert he did that had like yeah. 150 million people watched it. He made a million pound off it. Like it That's did not. Yeah, I think numbers. there's. I think there's a lot of money in personality, and I think that mm-hmm. a lot of um the majority of boy bands and girl bands since the Spice Girls just don't get it. The Spice Girls, the, you know, One Direction are were iconic, like obviously. But like since the Spice Girls, there hasn't been a girl band or a boy band like them. Because they, their whole thing was the cult of personality. Mm-hmm. They each had their own brand. Scary Spice, Sporty Spice, Baby Spice. They each had their own thing. That like, even though there's been boy bands and girl bands since the Spice Girls that have been iconic in their own ways, the Spice Girls were way ahead of the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they were like, there will never be another boy band or girl group like them. I would argue that One Direction are kind of maybe the boy band equivalent in terms of that. But I would say that I don't know though, band. like because this I don't know because the Spice Girls to this day are a movement. Like like they are like yeah. the whole they they so are one D. I would no, argue so are one D. I don't think so. Like the Spice Girls capitalized I... off of girl power. Like that was yeah. their thing. Like they defined the nineties. One Direction to find fandom. One Direction. Well, it depends on who you ask. Maybe. It depends on who you ask. I would say they were a turning point. I think think One Direction is the most iconic boy band of all time. But then I suppose that also depends on a generational thing. Like some people would say the most iconic boy band of all time is... I mean, if you're American, probably NSYNC or Backstreet yeah. Boys, if you, were, you grew up in the 90s. But for us, so it depends. But I think, I think everyone agrees that the most iconic girl band of all time is the Spice Girls. Yeah. Everyone I think that. that, like, One Direction are, like, the best example or, like, representative of, like, as you say, Ali, that turning point in what social media could do for music artists mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's definitely, like, a lot to that. But I know what you're saying though as well that like the Spice Girls maybe defined an era more so whereas like our One Direction like the example of like the shift in an era or something more so. I think that the makes Spice sense. Girls got like the whole marketing of personalities so bang on in that they at least one of them would appeal to every girl out there. Yeah. yeah. Not every guy, you know like there was one person in that band, at least one person in that band that anyone could relate to. Um, which I feel like was like maybe not necessarily done before. Whereas with One Direction, I think their sort of appeal was that like, it was kind of in a way the same in that there was definitely one person everyone could relate to, but because mm. Twitter and everything was so new, they like utilized the internet. Yeah, yeah so they, like, true. Obviously the, the Spice Girls fans so would have, but it that's wasn't the reason around why, for them. That's the reason why Glee was so successful. 
Yeah. Like Glee capitalized off of social media because they were yeah. the same era of One Direction. Yeah. yeah. Like who needs a marketing budget when you have yeah. that? Exactly. You know? But I think you that can put Ali, less like, money into that. The other thing in that is like where there was someone like to fancy or to relate to. I think that what the One Direction like marketing missed was like that extra mile of it where they were like, people don't want to know anything deeper about them. They don't truly want to feel represented by someone where the Spice Girls might've done that. And the One Direction marketing yeah. was very much like, which one will be your boyfriend? But people actually yeah. do want someone to relate to. And they yeah. would have loved to like know deeper things about them. But then- yeah. like, I kind of did feel at the time, definitely that like Niall Horan was maybe one of the first people that I'd seen who wasn't like a dub. Like it was very nice to see yeah. someone who wasn't like a posh person from Dublin yeah. doing well on like TV and like hearing an accent that wasn't a Dublin one. I yeah. thought it was very cool. Yeah, well, like it was uh, like, oh my God, uh, people from where I'm from can maybe be like him. Owen Quigg walked so late and so now Owen <laughs> can, can run. You know, that's, that's what I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Owen Quigg put the yeah, fucking work in. It's a really interesting conversation though because it's a, con- a conversation around longevity. Like I was reading an article before about like modern pop stars now. Like who is a modern pop star now that has longevity? Like there's some brilliant pop stars mm-hmm. out now like they're, who are mainstream and they make brilliant music and they're very talented. But who's got the longevity in the way that Whitney Houston, Celine mm-hmm. Dion, like who in thir- 30 years is going to be, is going to be the yeah. icon of all time? Like the Spice Girls have Do you know who I think will be like held up and it's probably not even a hot take. But like, I'm not even a massive fan of this person, but like I think Lady Gaga will be held up as like an icon. Probably. I think yeah. Ariana Grande will probably be a kind of hit or miss, maybe kind of an icon. Beyonce will be an icon. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Beyonce Swift. will be an icon. Taylor Swift will be like, you know, the songwriter icon that people look to. Yeah. Also, kind of just saying these names out loud, really cool that most of them are women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, which is very, yeah, that's interesting. Um, one Direction, 100% are going to be looked at like one of these big bands in like 50 years time. 100%. I'm putting money on it. They were good. Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> we're not making but it But even like their good. cultural impact, I think it was. Yeah. As much as like people aren't writing about them, you know, the, the influence, what makes you, yeah, they're not writing about the ones that are like the impact of what makes you beautiful on pop music, yeah. but for sure the impact of One Direction on pop music and like the industry and social media and stuff. Yeah. Remember, didn't, didn't, wasn't, was it, was Union J a copy band? Because uh, remember they were in like, oh it was a conversation I couldn't for even day. name a Union J song. Yeah, I just I only know about them because they're they have like a weird promo in Kick Ass too, which I remember watching uh, the time. Like, hey, that movie was just horrifically bad. Terrible. And, and the just, first Kick Ass movie is day. fucking so good, and then they just no, nah, it sucks in retrospect. No, I it doesn't. It recently, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Kind of shit. Well, the no, second one is like Aaron Johnson but... is such a ride in it. It's class. <laughs> I love Aaron Johnson. I agree. And with that you scene of um Nick Cage like dramatically putting on the black face paint so we can put on his mask. Well, he's, he's not doing blackface he's cinema. not doing blackface guys <laughs> not blackface but just Whoa. like oh. <laughs> um, but yeah um, that's one direction yeah I think that's such a the big, end. Such yeah. a big, we'll have to come back. And, we'll have to come back in thirty years to see if One Direction yeah. live up to their icon status. I'm We'd sure they'll probably they will. only be on the fucking fourth that's album by then, anyway. So. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Um. 
Well, Glee Cap Connor, thank you so much for coming on. That's thank what I call you in my head. Ryan Murphy honestly needs to put me on his fucking payroll at this stage. Like, I'm not <laughs> he being actually funny. does. Yeah, he does. Like... like the most Irish fucking name of all time as well. Ryan Murphy. It's like, babe, just hit me up. <laughs> just what I mean? bring me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Connor, where can people find your podcast? Um, yeah, so the podcast is called Glee Cup, as in Recap, because we recap every episode. Broom, broom. Can't wait for the Glee boot. Um, <laughs> didn't he threaten that and then leah was like hey let me get cancelled and squash that dream there, oh my god there was this funny meme going around of um it was like leah michelle at the glee reunion and <laughs> it was that x-factor audition where it was a really bad x-factor audition and he's this gay guy he's like there's so much negativity in this room it's unreal <laughs> <laughs> As I said. Um, but uh, yeah, you can find Glee Cup on anywhere you find your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Uh, just look for a Glee Cup podcast. We recap an episode of Glee every week and I'm joined by a different guest. Uh, people who love, hate and feel indifference towards the show. So it's not like we're talking like, oh yeah, like uh, if you've never watched the show, like, oh yeah, this person did this. Like we kind of break it down and talk about like the cultural context around the show and what it meant for various different things at the time, like LGBT rights, etc. And we try to make it as accessible as possible for anyone who doesn't know anything about Glee. So yeah, Glee Cup podcast, anywhere you find your podcasts. Yes, King. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow me on social media, I'm Aoife Brown 3. That's A-O-I-F-E-B-R-O-W-N-E, the number three on Twitter. And What's the significance of three? I need to know this. The significance of yeah, three actually. is it was <laughs> whenever I made my Gmail account, it auto it just auto made a three at the end. And so then I That's just it up. Um, it used to be Eva Brown Seven. That's why my Instagram was Eva Brown Seven. But then I got locked out of that Twitter account because I went to put my birthday in, and it was like, oh, you were younger than thirteen when you made this account that's illegal <laughs> and it deleted my account and has never let me back in i remember that, that was and crazy. it was quite terrible what a sad little life jane so <laughs> 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 so then i had to make a new twitter and that's super brown three um oh ali and harry where can the people find you um you can find me on twitter i am at fizzy ali busy like drink and you can find me on instagram at ali full stop jam jam like what you put on toast so so sad how i know your socials literally (laughs) off by her (laughs) iconic love (laughs) where is she (laughs) up to mischief i bet bet. You can catch me on Twitter at uh, squidmarky3. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm so fucking tired. That's, that's good. Squid underscore marquee. Um, I'm going to be on Monday when the market's open. I'm going to be putting some fucking tight cash. I'm going to be watching all my money go down, baby. You're yeah, bad. Harry, watch it. You'll be investing in. Should we be buying uh, Dogecoin? Right, no, I don't, don't want to say Dogecoin, no. isn't it? Dogecoin? Is I that can, what you I told us, Harry? I how to buy the Dogecoin. Um, <laughs> but it turns out whenever I was trying to buy it, then it's gone on like a massive dip. So oh. I would have lost like 20 quid. Oh my God. Do you know what though? Low key, I spent... 
$20 on the 27th of December on American Airlines. Babe, I've made 60 euro. Elon Musk is quaking. Oh my god! god. Euro on the Moderna vaccine. Bill Gates found dead in a ditch. Honestly, (laughs) stick with me, lads. Stick with me. Oh, Connor Burke for for investment for all your (laughs) (laughs) the wolf of (laughs) Narsnery. Leo DiCaprio is shook. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me on. This has been such good crack, honestly. This has literally made my week. I was really looking forward to this all week. So, Fuck. you're welcome back anytime. Thanks, Mel. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to get Eva and Harry on Glee Cup separately, and then together for an episode. Okay. I was yeah. thinking Harry would be so good for it because he literally yeah. have never seen it. Like... <laughs> okay, well, Harry, that's really awkward. Yeah. I thought you were nice, but whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> would you have never watched it with Lauren or anything, Harry? Uh, no, I've seen, I've seen it.